All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The The Yamcast. I am your host, Chris Stukenberg. And I'm your other host, Erica Green. Erica Green and Chris Stukenberg. We like talking about things that hopefully impact young adult lives and college students. It's what we're passionate about, and we want to do so using the biblical worldview to sort of guide us through some of the issues and things that we're dealing with. Right, Erica? Yeah, and if you want to contact us at all, you can find us on the social medias at the Yamcast, or you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. Masterfully done. So, Chris, we are we have started a new year. We are a week in. What are your thoughts on this new year? Are you are you excited when we start New Year's? Are you kind of like, oh, that that last year, and you're like, I'm getting older. Or are you ready and raring to go, leaving 2021 in the dust? There's a part of me that thinks this episode could be really short if we just let me answer these questions. Okay, so let me answer them for you. One, years don't matter to me. Okay. Two, the start of a year virtually has no value whatsoever. It matters little to me. The only nice thing about the start of a year is I generally start it with my children at home, eagerly awaiting to go back to school. So I do like those first few days. It's mm. precious to me. But I don't, I'm not a huge resolution guy. I'm not a huge, I think this is, like I said, this. I'm really annoying to talk to about this, so I love <laughs> that we want to talk about this in an episode. It, it's an arbitrary line that we drew on a calendar and said, this is what's happening. If we wanted to do, I mean, technically the new year could start on winter solstice if we really wanted it to, mm-hmm. but we don't do that. We, we choose 10 days later on January yeah. 1st and it makes no, no sense. And all of this is completely arbitrary. We made it up. It has no value. So I'm really, <laughs> I don't do anything. I, maybe I should, maybe I should care. I will also say for the sake of having an actual conversation here so that it's not just like Chris hates everything. Ah. <laughs> I will, I will say the last two years I keep wanting when the calendar changes for something amazing to happen, but I feel like we're in groundhog day. Does mm. this feel this way to you as well? Yeah, yeah. So part of me almost feels like what's the point of making anything because it's mm. going to be the same year that it's always been the last two I, I was I drove to my college campus yesterday to watch my niece play college basketball. Mm-hmm. She was playing Trinity. She were, she plays for Olivet Nazarene. Go Tigers. <laughs> and I went to watch them play the Trinity College Trojans. Go Trojans. I don't really care. So I'm pretty, at least I think that's our mascot. I don't really know. I never went to the college. I just did the seminary part. Anyway, so I was on campus sitting there, and I'm thinking – I have not actually been to this campus for a class since February of 2020. Mm. And we were, we were out to eat, a group of friends and I, at the end of one of our classes. We, we stayed on campus, and so I met a couple of dudes that were just great. They were really fun to be around, and we were, we were connecting. We were having some great times in our class. We were laughing about stuff. We, could, we all had sort of the similar sarcastic, you know, we were texting each other, things that we didn't like about the class to mm-hmm. each other. And once we found each other's numbers, it was great. So we went to, uh, you know, a couple of places to eat and then hung out at basically like a, a bar and did like a trivia contest with a bunch of people. And while we're doing this trivia contest, CNN has 
a huge thing on the screen. It was one of these big TV screens, and it was just talking about, is coronavirus going to be a problem in the United States? And we were all talking about it, just kind of laughing and wondering, mm. what does that even mean? And then within a month, I have not been to, I've not been allowed to go to an in-class class since that date. So we are now moving into 2022 and nothing is normal in that regard for me. So being on that campus was a little weird for me and a little strange. Mm -hmm. So back to your question, I don't really do a lot. Part of me wants to start doing something just so that we feel like something's different. Maybe. Yeah. But no, everything feels the same. How about you? Do you actually do something when the year starts? Well, I mean, so kind of like responding to what you had said, I do think, yeah, when, when 2020 was going to end, I think we all thought, just get through 2020 and we will we'll be fine. Yeah. Just get through 2020 and it will all go back to normal. Sure. And yeah, now we are a year later and it still is lingering and things are still kind of the same. I think somebody did a meme that said, or a thing that said something to the effect of, it's like taking back that ex-boyfriend three times now, like <laughs> hoping that they're going to be different and they're not going to be different. Mm. And that is a lot of what it does feel like. Um, I mean, in the past... He promised he was going to change I know, and then it's the same. So in, in the past, I've done where like a word I want to symbolize my year. Okay. Um, so I remember doing, I think, grace one year or love one year. Um, I think I did savor where it was just, like, slowing down and that sort of thing. So it wasn't foods? Um, I mean, there was that, too. It was, was it enjoying, clipping coupons? Enjoying food. So different kind of savor with an O. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. It was all the savers. No. You're like, I bought um, 15 newspapers, and I'm clipping them all out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that being a savior. Savor. 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 Anyways. All right, savor. Um, I haven't done that in a few years, actually, because I think after – a month or so, I would, like, forget about it. It's kind of like with resolutions. Yeah. Where you're just kind of like, yeah. I've heard people saying doing more so intentions rather than resolutions. Okay. Um, so just what you're, yeah, intending for the year to be. Um, I feel like it's also kind of a cop-out because you're like, well, I just intended. <laughs> it's like saying I'm going to try sure. instead of actually, like, doing. Sure, um, sure. But I also think... That that can be a good thing. I mean, I I haven't done my sitting down and pr like processing what I would like this year to be. I usually set a few goals. Okay. Sometimes they're like how many books I would like to read. Um, I don't remember. I know I did last year, and I don't think I made that cut. I don't think I did. I know I read a lot of novels, but I definitely did not read as many nonfiction as I would have liked to. And that's okay. It is okay. And sometimes those goals end up just rolling over for the next year. Sure. So that's what can also happen. And I, I like that you said that it's okay because I think sometimes we like beat ourselves up when we yeah. come to the end of the year and we're like, I have to read five books. I have a day. And then <laughs> you don't make it. Um, but I, I do like the, the clean slate aspect of a new year. Right. Um, where it can in some ways be what you want it to be. Sure. And I'm not saying that you're in complete control. But, like, your intention for the year, Yeah. I mean, if you have a good attitude, at usually it'll all be pretty positive for you. Like, you will, in, I'm trying to think of how I want to say that, you will 
see it po- more positively, I guess. Yeah. So setting intentions is, is not a bad thing. So I, yeah, I haven't done my sitting down, but I do like to process the year and think of what I want it to be about, things that I would like to accomplish, um, things that I would like to do or places that I like to see. Like some of them were, you know, go to a new place, eat something new. Um, right. Yeah, things kind of like that. Do some random acts of kindness. Um, yeah. yeah. So those kind of goals. Yeah. Those are good That's, things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in that sense, okay, so the the thing that I most judge my life on is anniversaries. So I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet, but I, I know that I've said it to a number of people. So I'll just, I'll repeat it here. Mm-hmm. The most important date for me and I don't mean it in the sense that it has to become something ridiculous, but the day that I married Heidi, every year that that comes around, it's a sign that I've, mm-hmm. I've chosen to keep putting her first. And that's the most significant day that, and then my kids' birthdays, right? Because for us, the birthday means something because we, we had a part in bringing them into the world. Yeah. So yeah. I love celebrating their birthday. I love uh, watching them get excited about it. I don't care for much for my birthday because I don't necessarily desire attention. And I think my mom deserves more credit than I do, right, for that whole process and experience. So, <clears throat> but so with that said, this year is going to be 17 years of marriage for us. That's big. I think we are eagerly looking forward to 20 and thinking what's 20 years going to look like? What Mm -hmm. would we do? We've also never had enough money to do anything huge. So we've never had it. We didn't do a 10. We didn't really do much of a Mm -hmm. 15 and 20 might be the first year that we actually have something. something. I mean, we're, we're not in great position financially, but we're better off than we've ever been. So maybe 20 will be like, Whoa, you know, this is great. So I think we're looking forward to that date and we're kind of thinking that would be really cool. So in a couple of years, you know, I'll be excited about that. But I also turned 40 in 2022, and I've said that before. Mm -hmm. This year does mean something to me. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's going to do. So I don't necessarily have, like, intentions or resolutions for the year. But there are a couple things that I would love to nail down this year. Like I said, my doctorate, I'd love Mm -hmm. to finish that this year, this calendar year. So maybe I actually have more things than than I sort of let on in the beginning of the podcast. Well, and I think it's just different. I think, well, I think 40 is just, it's a significant thing. And so I think lots of people when they reach 40 probably are very retrospective of like, yeah, what have I, what have I done? What have I, and I don't know if that's you, but I'm just saying. Yeah. And then thinking of the next potential 40. No, it's a good, that's a really good point. And I think part of that's because the average life expectancy in America is about 78 years old, right? So it would make Mm -hmm. sense that 40 you're going how have I spent the first half of my life? Mm-hmm. Am I ready for the second half? What do I want to do better? And I think a lot with my year this year is obviously like spending time with my son, you know, and watching him do some firsts. And Oh, yeah. I mean, he won't remember any of it. It's definitely more for us. Like, we're going to travel a little bit and, you know, go camping and yeah. hiking and those sorts of things. Um, and I'm excited to do that with him, you know? Sure. And I think that's what I'm excited for this year. Yeah. No, this is going to be a huge year for you guys. 
it's weird because a lot of those firsts for us, we don't have a lot of firsts left. That did hit me a couple of weeks ago. Mm. I think I shared that with the last monthly five is there's a couple of things that are starting to hit me going, holy cow, Eden's already had her first day in, in high school. Dylan's already had her first day in middle school. The only other first in that regard is college and then high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what to do with that. You know, that that's a little overwhelming to me or first drive with a new license like that. Mm-hmm. That scares me a bit, but. And a lot of the firsts are like big ones that will be coming yeah, up for them. All we have left is, you know, them leaving the house mm-hmm. and starting in their own life. And that's, that's a little overwhelming to me, but there's no date on that. So I'm not really yeah, thinking no, in that yeah. regard. Like this better not be the year that Eden gets married. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this kid? If you're listening. <laughs> Don't be getting any ideas. 15 is too young. <clears throat> Do you have any um, predictions for this year? Any things that you the think The world is going to end. <laughs> All of it. Uh, no, I, I don't really know. I, a couple of minor things that I think are just going to happen based on history. I think the house and the Senate are going to flip drastically. If mm-hmm. like who's a majority or yes, okay. right now they're the, the Senate is split pretty 50, 50, which means the, the vice president has the vote that offsets the, the, the split and the house is slightly leaning toward the Dems. Obama was a wildly popular president and lost both the House and the Senate in his first midterms. Biden is less popular. So my expectation mm-hmm. is this is going to be so if you know if you're looking for like a a major prediction, I think that's going to shift things. I think that sometime in the next six months, so this is January of 2022. So I think by July, a lot of the data that the scientific community has been doing on, on COVID-19 will start to reach the common populace and people will start to realize, not that we've necessarily overreacted because this is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very bad thing for certain members of the population. But I would not be surprised at all if the governments around the world start using their own scientific data that they have access to to lessen things up just a little bit. That doesn't mean COVID's going away. That doesn't mean we won't have another fall like we just had. Mm -hmm. Because right now, technically, you know, back to what we were just talking about, the numbers are worse right now than they've ever been. Mm. There are more cases daily in most of the countries that we think of than there have ever been from the beginning of the pandemic. So I think last year, the, the promise as the election was coming from both candidates was, I know what's going to take to stop this thing. Let me stay in office and I'll stop this thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that both of them were promoting have happened. And yet right now, mm-hmm. hospitalizations are per capita down, but there's more hospitalizations today because there's more infection today than there's ever been. You know, daily cases are up worldwide in a pretty significant way. And in the United States, it's it's almost scary in some places. So I think in the next six months, something's going to give where people start to realize maybe we need to do this, this, or this differently, and that'll shift this thing a little bit. I would love for it to be an endemic by the end of the year, which means it's just more of a cold season or flu season. Uh, but I think we're probably still a couple of years away from that. So I would love to say that that's the case, but I think international travel might shift drastically this year to the positive of more people being allowed to fly, less restrictions, that kind of thing. 
I could be wrong, but I think that's where it's going to go in the next six months. And what other wild prediction can I throw this way? Uh, Heidi and I are going to have a baby. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that is a wild prediction. I can't, I can't wait for her to listen to this and then come and yell at me. That's going to, you know, honestly, it's worth it. It's worth me doing that just <laughs> to get her to yell at me for a minute. <laughs> well, that's a great part of our relationship. But I think, uh, yeah, I think those things are going to happen. And I think the Cubs will not win the World Series. And I do think the Bears will fire Matt Nagy. Those are my predictions. Okay. Probably by the end of today, actually, as we're recording this, but we'll <laughs> see. How about you? What are some predictions or things that you're thinking might be on the horizon? Um, I, I mean, I would really like to see, um, I mean, I guess these are things that I would like to see. I don't know if they actually would come to fruition, but I would really like to see masks not being essential in schools. Yep. Um... I mean, just thinking about, like, my my niece is in second grade, and she only has had a half of a year of normalcy. Sure. Which is crazy to me. I mean, sure. That's three years of school. Yeah. And she's only had half of a year, half of her kindergarten year. Um, and I know people are like, well, then they don't know any difference. So, like, both, but I'm like, I just, I, I'm ready for them to be out of schools. Um, for children to not have to be masked. Um... I'm trying to think of, I mean, I almost don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, but I would love to see Aaron Rodgers have another Super Bowl ring. Who's that? Stop that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm very much a Packer fan, and so it's been really disheartening the last, and I know I'm speaking to a Bears fan, so I apologize. Not but, really, but yeah. Um. The last how many years that it seems like Aaron Rodgers has, like, he, like, chokes once he gets to the NFC championship game. Sure. And it's like he just seems to not be able to get past it. So I'm hoping that this is the year. But I feel like we've said that a lot the last few years. Because it's been since 2010. It's been a long time. This kind of feels like a last dance situation, does it not? Mm. Like, with all that's gone on with him this season, I feel like... There will be a documentary years later. So if they do win, it'll be kind of a great yeah. ending to his Green Bay time. It may not be. I, I yeah. Part of me hopes I mean, he I'm, stays there just I mean, because it's cool. I kept cool. seeing things that say that he's going to stay and he doesn't plan to go anywhere. But who, sure. who knows? He. But when, you, when some of the things came out like they did last summer about him wanting to be gone and wanting to be traded and then he actually asked for a trade and then they didn't do it and you know, yada, yada, yada. And then they, you know, then the whole lying about vaccination status and things like that. Yeah. He has not caused any easy situations for himself mm-hmm. last year. So interesting. Yeah. But yeah. That's one thing I would love to see happen. Um, but I think also what is hard is, as you said, like we keep coming and hoping for things to be different and they probably aren't going to be different. So yeah. Hoping for, normal but probably won't i think the only way that things are going to get different is not so much that anything changes but that so back to what i said about the six months from now it would not surprise me in the least if the data that exists out there and these studies are out there if you want to go find them they're very easy to find just type them into a search engine you know major covid studies and just read them all you know not the articles about the covid studies but read the covid studies there's enough stuff out there that 
suggest some of the things that you would love to see happen can happen without any major change to what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not even, and, and before anybody gets super mad about that statement and like, you're, I'm not anti anything. I'm, if it helps people, I'm all for it. I think there's enough people starting to question in the scientific community, whether what we're doing is really helping or whether it's just a hindrance to what's already happening and, and it's not really accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. So some of the, you know, the, the influx of the health department being completely overwhelmed because they're doing more work than they're supposed to be doing. And they're doing a job that's really frankly impossible for them to do. They can't stop a pandemic from happening. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's not the health department's job. Uh, I don't think a president can really stop a pandemic from happening. So I think there's going to be this, this sense in the next six months of we know what this thing is when it starts getting bad out, we'll make a couple of adjustments locally, whether that's I, I'm going to do less things or I'm going to go through the drive through more than walking into the restaurant mm-hmm. or whatever. There's going to be a couple of adjustments that most of us that care are going to make here and there. And then the rest of it is just going to kind of play itself out. I, I think that's more what's going to happen in the next year. And I don't even know that it's pandemic fatigue as much as like, I don't know if you read the new New York times a couple of weeks ago, did an article. This is late, late November, early December, I think. I just said something along the lines, it was here to stay. So let's just adjust and yeah. go and let's get going. And I'm like, if a, if the New York times is starting to say that it's only a few months until everybody starts to go, Oh, this thing's a thing. It's not going away. Let's just adjust and become normal. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, yeah. Now with that said, I understand that the hospitalizations from this thing have been a problem and they are, mm-hmm. if you're a nurse and you're a doctor and you're serving in a COVID ward, Good on you. We are so grateful for you. I This has probably been the hardest two years of your life. I totally understand that. And I, I'm sorry for that. I wish that we could all blame somebody, but we can't. For those who are blaming the unvaccinated, that's a frivolous idea. Those who are blaming the vaccinated is a frivolous idea. Anyone who blames the president or anybody else, this is a this happens. It's it happened throughout history where something sweeps through humanity and it wipes a bunch of us out and then we move on and we, we keep moving. I don't think this is the end of the world, but I think we're going to get to the point where it's just, Oh, they're COVID positive. Okay. Well, we'll see them in 10 days and then they're going to get better and we're gonna be fine. Or, Oh wow. They got really bad. And they're in the hospital for a little bit. That's terrible. What can I do to help them? I would love for us to have that attitude versus though. Everyone's going to die. Cause that's, that's how people are. Some are perceiving this and it just mm-hmm. makes everything worse. Yeah. So I think what you're asking for could very well happen. It'd be nice. And it's not that, yeah, it's not that we're trying to say this needs, you know, this needs to happen. It's more just, I think the data is going to start to catch up with the actual what's happening and, and we're going to realize, oh, here's a couple treatments that aren't super expensive. Oh, here's a thing that we can do, you know, because right now, as we stand in January, 2021, if you went to your doctor and said, I think I have COVID, what do I need to do? There's not a uniform answer right now. And that alone might change things where doctors are able to say, okay, here's the three things you need to go to the store to get or pick up for yourself. You know, um, yeah, that alone would be helpful. And we don't really know what that looks like because there's not been enough studies to tell us what we're dealing with. So another thing I would like to see is, um, a, a shortened winter. That would be great. Global warming, baby. That'd be great. It's on. Um, not a super outlandishly hot summer. That would be great too. Global warming. <laughs> it's on. 
I don't think you can have both of those things. <laughs> I mean, they're my predictions, Chris. I can sure. make what I want. <laughs> no, these are wishes. This is not. <laughs> yeah, true. These are true. not actual predictions. These are just you're just wishing things away, and that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah and then i want oompa loompas to be real okay i mean the old ones though not from the new movie oh yeah so we have a preference well because the new movie is just one guy that they yeah multiplied multiple times yeah which i like the old ones with the orange faces well yeah Oh, 2022. Yeah. There'll be a couple Marvel movies. That'll What's coming out? That'll come out. Do we know? Uh, Dr. Morbius is next. Who is that? Uh, Jared Leto. Oh, I like Jared Leto. Playing a... Like Back a, from my so-called life days. Playing like a vampire-like figure Ooh. who's in the Spider-Man universe. So he might... He and Venom might do something together. There's going to be Multiverse of Madness. Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ant-Man 4. Or three, three, quantum. Because it was what Ant Man, then Ant Man and Wasp. Quantum Mania, yeah, Quantum Mania. Bunch of shows, Star Wars shows. Yeah, I don't you don't care about any of this. I do need to catch up on the Marvel shows. So yeah, like I watched. What's it called? WandaVision. Sure. I need to watch Loki. I need to watch the Hawkeye. I need to watch. I think those are the only two. That's all that's left. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch those. Yeah, we need to. We haven't watched Hawkeye yet. Loki was great. I think Loki will have another season. And he's just so good. Yeah, like he's seriously really, really good as an actor. You like you like him because of the type of personality that he has. But like, then you're also like, man, he sucked me in, and then he did it again, and he ruined everything. Yeah, you're just like he's the worst. Yeah. But then, like, he talks, and you're like, you're just so funny. Like, yeah. And then you're like, I shouldn't be surprised, but. He's like the most likable arch-villain that ever existed. Mm-hmm. He's a little self-deprecating, and. I mean, he has Thor. He grew up with Thor, so I'm like, I feel like you have to kind of be a little self-deprecating. At least this version of Loki grew up with Thor mm-hmm. in this way. Yeah. You've not, because you've not watched I, Loki No, yet. I have not. You're going to really enjoy it. Don't you, give you, me spoilers. You get multiple Lokis. Well, here's to 2022. Spoiler. We hope that it treats you well. And if it doesn't, lean on God. Because that's all you can do. That's <laughs> all you can do. What an incredibly encouraging way to end it. I mean, we're three years in now. Good luck, everyone. And if it doesn't, only God can do it. <laughs> Amen to that, <laughs> sister. It's good advice. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Yamcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to check us out on all the socials like Instagram at the Yamcast. We love to hear back from you guys, so please leave us a comment or a review, and we might even send you guys a sticker. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com.